0: It's time for the com radio show. com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this 24th day of February, 2015. We're here on the bachelor hour, and, uh... Uh by golly, we got uh Jay Basseter here as a co as a host, and this is Gerald Cook. I'll be the co-host today so uh, by golly, and uh we have stretcher technician he's out there somewhere and uh uh, uh John, how you doing today?
0: Well, I'm thought that a little bit.
1: Well, by golly, I know it's cold where you're at. It's not too warm here where I'm at. I know it's
0: just and, uh, this big old blanket. Big old blanket of heavy snow on top of the ground that makes it rough.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, you caught it there in Kentucky. <laughs> but uh, we were lucky here in Joplin, so uh it tickled me, um I'm always happy if we can miss one of them storms.
0: Mm-hmm. I miss one of them storms, Joe. We need to miss them bad because it's getting to be close to March. It's time to spring up a little bit.
1: Yes, it is. And, you know, them poor people back east, my lands, I don't know what happened. They have just taken a literal beating.
0: It's yeah, but... I don't understand why they don't just shove that snow in Boston into the water. Well, I think that would be the best thing to do. But they won't let them do it. Well, Wonder why. To, they'd say they'd Where's it going to wind up again? Be, they're going to
1: pollute the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're going to pollute the ocean.
0: All There's another example about. of our, that's another example of the EPA right now, folks. Put your well, you ducks in that row.
1: Yeah, uh. What can you say about them? They need
0: help. And I, I know what I can say about them. But it's not good for a radio show. Yeah, no it's not. <laughs> well, but, just uh, think,
1: man.
0: You been watching the news?
1: I've been watching the news.
2: Yeah. Seems like uh, and, we and, have got, a,
1: uh, we got a, a we got a deal. We got a liar. We got another yeah. liar out there. Yeah. I can't believe I was so disheartened. Uh, you know, when I read that about Mr. Bob McDonald, mm-hmm. our VA secretary, no less, someone that should be beyond reproach. This integrity. Guy is... Well, I'm telling you, I I don't know. Do you think he has any? I, I've lost faith in him now.
0: Well, how I many uh, 900, uh, 900 people got fired, and turned, that turned out to be a big lie.
1: That turned out to be uh, not true, and uh, and then it come down to where sixty got dismissed, and uh, that turned out to be not true. So, um. Uh, and, and then he lied about his uh, service. Uh, uh, Wouldn't he claim he was in special forces or
0: something? Uh, now, what I understand but, is he went to the training. He went to the Ranger training just before he got out of the Army.
1: Well, he did. Uh, they okay. did say he went to the Ranger training. But is a Ranger the same as the Special Forces? I don't
0: think it is. Uh, Army Ranger could be Special Forces, but you have to be involved in Special Forces activities to become Special Forces.
1: Well, I would think, uh, uh, you know, uh, there was no call for him doing that. If he wasn't in Special Forces, why would he he, he state that? Uh, You know, uh, it just wrong.
0: It's just wrong. Well, that's just the uh, same, too. You know, if you go through Navy SEAL training, it don't make you a Navy SEAL.
1: No, it don't. Yeah, Not it if doesn't. you walk off at the end of the training, you know. Yeah, you got to be able to carry how, on. Uh, so. How many I of them make it through that training?
0: I think that's a stolen uh, valor issue myself.
1: Uh... Could be, could be, but it sounds to me like everybody's wanting to give him a second chance or overlook it or something.
0: You get but, somebody uh, a second chance, they'll, they'll stab you in the back with a line right to your face.
1: Well, it's been our experience yeah in the news
0: same way he had the, he had the newsman doing the same thing I was
1: yeah. my
0: helicopter was shot down, and it was thirty miles behind the one it was actually shot at so yeah <clears throat>
1: uh, yeah,
0: Mr. It, Bryan it, and Williams
1: it it seems like these stories here you know they lose all credibility and they take away from those. That, that actually were involved in different things. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it belittles the ones that, that you know, was actually, uh, you know, could have been harmed or whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. this guy wasn't a special forces, so he shouldn't have said he was.
2: My God, he's the secretary
1: of the BA now.
2: Yeah, and, for now. And
1: uh, we, we were looking, the veterans are looking to him for help. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I, everybody's got to make up their own mind. My, well, uh, maybe I'm too quick that, to judge. I just, there's no, no reason for him to lie about it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to ranger school.
0: That leads into today's topic, Gerald. That leads into the topic what not to do.
1: Do not, not in a position
0: of authority, lie (laughs) about something.
1: Yeah, there's no excuse to lie if you're a veteran and you served my lands. I think that's plenty.
0: (laughs) If you're a veteran, you lie to the A. If you're a yeah. veteran you lie to the VA, they're going to take your check and put you in jail. What's the difference?
1: Well, you're right. And they will and they have. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, there's no need to lie. I mean, that's I,
2: right.
1: you're a veteran, you served, and that should be good enough. Uh, we have combat right. veterans, but behind every combat veteran, we have... Uh, uh, how many other veterans had had to support this combat veteran? Their job was important too. That's. Uh, uh, you know, the poor combat veteran—he's out there getting shot at, but the others were were doing everything humanly possible to keep him supplied with uh, necessities to mm-hmm. to getting back home safely. That's. Makes- and, uh, it takes
0: a lot to keep a combat veteran going. It takes a lot of support. Mm-hmm. And, and I know and if you're the, a- the
1: combat veterans have looked down on other veterans, but I don't think that's justified in doing that because uh, they need to realize it takes quite a few personnel to keep them in the field and supplied and and uh, everything they can do to help, they, you know, them be successful, they will do it. And, yes. And, yes. And, but uh, at any rate, there's no need to lie about what you've done in the service. They're, they're
2: That's true.
0: That. That's, I want to cover some issues, Stacey, Gerald, basically on, uh, you know, certain things that, uh <laughs> You know, once you get your service connection, no matter if you get IU, if you get 100%, or if you've got 10%, it doesn't matter. There's some things that you need to do to maintain uh, the integrity of your situation. And what that means is, uh, for example, <clears throat> we've discussed this in the past, but I wanted to bring it up again, kind of give a reminder out. We've had some issues on had it about working and wanting to work with your IU and things like that, and people are saying that... Uh, There's so much money you can earn. Forget that right there. If you're drawing IU, you don't want to make one red nickel. You do not want to give them an opportunity to look at you in the microscope and figure a way to cut cut you back to your regular percentage.
1: That's true. If you're IU, John, my land, you should be. You should not be able to work. I mean that's the reason You to don't get want out to work. I, I, yeah. yeah,
0: your disability will keep you from working. Now, with that being said, okay, there's a lot of confusion out there, okay. Now uh-huh. say for example that you've uh, lived a pretty good life, you know, you've uh, actually you invested your money wisely and you've had some stocks and or you have a bunch of rental property and things like that, you know. As long as you don't actively work in the management of that company and maybe, you know, or have you know, and and, and just you know collect money off of it you're not that's not considered work that's passive income, so that will not hold that will not hold anything against you in that situation in that regard. but if you go out here and you work for the man and you get a w two guess what folks the v a will know it. They have a program with the internal Revenue service and with social Security. They do cross records checking. If they send you a letter out there and you fill it out saying I haven't worked and you send it back in to them, all of a sudden here comes they get a your name comes up on a list and you get a red flag because you've got a W two for eighteen thousand dollars, guess what?
2: You Trump. just
0: lied to the government. So be careful. If your condition precludes you from working, whether it be an IU situation or whether it be for a 100% mental disorder, do not even attempt to do it. Personally, I've seen it. I know Gerald's seen it. We've seen people in that same boat get busted. It happened pretty close to home fusion, you, didn't, Gerald.
1: Yeah, it did. So, yeah, so. Uh, <clears throat> relatively, he got caught. Mm-hmm. And it uh, cost him $800 a month or I don't know, he's still paying on it. So,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And he had to pay back a whole lot of money. Um, now. That's right. Uh, uh, so folks, don't do not do it. Uh,
0: no, it's uh, not a good thing. Not a very good not thing Not even at
1: all. under the table. They say, well, I'm going to do it under the table. Well, there you know, where you know it, it's not under the table and it's uh, made public, and, or someone will turn you in. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Now, here's the
0: kicker, okay? Here's the kicker. Say you are IU and you're drawing disabled Social Security. in Social Security, they love to push people to work on this ticket to work program. You know, they want everybody to go back to work so they can put that money back in their pocket. So here's the deal. We want you to try the Ticket to Work program. Here's the job you can do. We'll let you try it for so long and you can keep your money. No, you cannot if you are a IU veteran or you have a mental health condition. You explain to them that we're sorry, but my condition precludes me from working. Federal law states on the Title 38 CFR, in order to receive 100% benefits for a mental health condition, the words preclude working is in the award. The federal law for unemployability states that your condition prevents you from maintaining employment or from gaining employment, from working. Okay, now if you're IU, if you're IU and that's in there, and Social Security books your claim, you can use that word right there to help win your Social Security claim. Because there's not a court in the world that will override that. Did you know that, Gerald?
1: Well, actually, it's a law. Ain't it?
0: Yeah, the problem is, is everybody's got their own different laws and their own interpretations of the laws, so you want what you wind up with is a bunch of goulash in a pan. Because yeah, you don't man. know whose law is what's law, his law, her law, their law, and its law, see. There needs to be one law governing the whole thing. That needs to be the controlling factor. But we've got too many attorneys in the world that wrote too many laws up, and now everybody's got a big, uh, it's a big old nothing but a bunch of cluster. In the yeah. Navy, we call that, it rhymed, it rhymed with luster trucks.
2: Yeah.
0: Because nobody has any direction which need to go because, you know, each law is different. And once you combine Social Security law, VA law, and ERISA law, and if you understand all three of them and you can fight the system and win all three of them, you'd be the highest paid attorney in the world.
1: Yeah, it's certainly a specialty. Um, yeah. There's no need. You know, if you're drawing IU, you're drawing IU because you're unable to work. It's that plain and simple. And uh, you're unemployable.
0: Unemployable.
1: That's, that's plain and, I mean, how how much plain? Don't go out trying to work. Nope. I mean, if you're able to work, call up the VA and say, look, I think I can work. Uh, I don't want my IU. Uh, give it back to them. It sure beats uh, them coming along catching you and making you pay back uh, a- and uh, run the risk of even going to jail uh, because they can imprison you. Uh, so
0: they can they can um, lock you up. There's been several folks going to the Houskell because of that issue.
1: Yes, I have, and uh, uh, so no need to do it. Like I said, if you're getting IU, uh, there's a purpose. The reason you're getting IU is because they've deemed you unemployable, and and if you feel you are able to to, uh, go out and work somewhere, Call up VA or send in a deal or a letter saying, "Look, I feel I'm able to go out and work, and, and you take mm-hmm. my IU and and uh, I'll go work." Uh, well, and be work. careful!
0: Don't get baited into that Social Security ticket to work program either.
1: No, I get those uh, quite a bit too, John. From mm-hmm. the Social Security, and you shouldn't and have to. But, uh, uh, that I could go out and make an X amount of dollars, but I ain't able to. I mean, you know, you're on oxygen all year. What are you gonna do? Well,
0: <laughs> oxygen <laughs> is an automatic Social Security pre. Yeah. It's automatic, and that's the way it should be.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, way I did walk be.
1: work till the doctors told me you, you, you had to quit. Crazy fool, quit working. <laughs> so I
0: did. Yeah, and there's another issue too. You know, if you were up, I'll dabble in Social Security a little bit. You know, if you're working and the doctor comes up and says, "Hey, buddy, you're done. Your working days are over." You know, you can work against the medical advice, or you can file your Social Security. Of course, now. In most states, uh, you know, Social Security has got a blue book, and they've got list disability listings, and they've got listing level impairments. And if you've got a serious, con- a serious enough condition, they should award you Social Security. But that's not always the case. There's some states where they don't award Social Security at all, and everyone has to go to court in the end. And uh, it's it's uh, very 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 nerve wracking. And you pay, the, you know, I mean, you pay this stuff in, and it's, you, it's, it's like a battle with the VA. They send it to their doctor, and he writes his opinion. Of course, you know, he works for the man, so ninety percent of the time, he's going to go against you, even if you're bedridden in a wheelchair. So, Social I, Security uh, is a lot different.
1: I had no trouble with Social Security. I, w- I just went right on in, but, um, I you do know people oxygen? that, well, yeah, I, I was on oxygen at time, but uh, I know people that bought them tooth and nails for several years, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, I had to get attorneys and everything, and, uh, to get their Social Security, and, mm-hmm. and some of them were really boogered up, I mean, it was hard on them, uh, because they couldn't work. I mean, you know, if you're disabled to the point you can't, you're not able to work, and then you have to fight uh, to get your social security. Uh, it, it's it's not easy.
0: Well, if you have and, to use an attorney, uh, and so you know, in social security, it pays the person to get the know guy a little bit, and. Uh, you know, get to get to know them, because you know, they've got a lot of different judges, and each judge is different. And you yes. see, uh, you know, some of these judges, I mean, they're, I don't, that's just crazy. I mean, I, I know one attorney told me once that he knew two cases where people with terminal cancer got, had to go see the attorney. And one person drew one check and died. Oh, my lands. You know, so... You know, it this doesn't guarantee anything but you know, that's just that's just a system. And this system, people, needs to be fixed. You know, and there's a lot of folks that are drawing social security that maybe maybe that do not need to draw social security. But there's a lot of folks out there that have to have it.
2: You know,
0: there's people there's people out there that you know they look you know they they can walk around and things like that, and you look at them and say, what are you doing drawing social security? Well, you can't see inside that person you don't know what that person's issues are you know and uh you look and and you can see you can't see inside their head you can't see inside their body and so a lot of people make uh, make some pretty serious uh, assumptions you know and if you're drawing social security in the v a uh people uh, people get jealous, you know, and especially you know if, if you're sitting home every day and they're going ahead to work, you know that they're some people are a little bit off in the head a little bit now they'll, they'll get flat jealous, and they'll you know that they can actually cause you some problems, you know some people will even start calling in on you and things like that, saying you know that you're not very this other stuff, you know just because they can. It's happened before, and I'm sure it's going to happen again. Yeah. You know. But if those people are wrong and they start doing that, then I'm sure that you've got a right to go after them legally, you know, that's defamation of character. So keep that in the back of your minds, folks. Keep that in the back of your minds, because people are vicious when it comes to life. They're vicious because most people want to know what's in it for me what's-in-it-for-me folks are the ones that are more likely to be greedy. You know, and greed leads to all kinds of stuff. Anytime there's free money on the table, they're the first people in line to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, people true. cheat. Read the newspapers. Read the articles. See, Read. Read about all these people. these fiduciary is ripping off veterans. Uh, These people who worked for the VA, this one young lady was uh, making up false claims and paying relatives and keeping the money and things like that. We had a Veterans Service Center rep and a Veterans VSO rep in the great state of Kentucky that were doing that, and one guy was an airline pilot for Southwest Airlines. This is a few years ago, but they made all all the... they should have changed their name to Bernie because Bernie made off with everybody's money.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: <laughs> Anytime there's money out there, free money, people are going to try to devise a way to get it. It don't matter if it's a disability, if it's a disability system, or if it is a, any, a bath tournament. Anything. There's been people that go out and fish a lake for a week before a tournament. They catch these fish and put them in a basket, hide the basket under the water. Tournament the day, they go into the basket and put in their live well. They've got caught doing that. Anytime there's free money involved like that, people are going to try to devise a way to get it. People try to play the system in Vegas all the time, trying to play cards and count cards and all kinds of stuff. They've got a big security thing down there to catch all that stuff. You know, so it's... You know, we try to be as honest as we can be, you know, and we, 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 and we feel better with ourselves for being honest. But you take uh, somebody that's dishonest, you know, and try to beat the system, if they win the system, you know, that's a different issue. But, you know, there's things not to do. One thing you need to do is be honest. It don't matter if you're going to the CMP exam or whatever, be honest. Don't over, Don't over-exaggerate your conditions. Because they're going to know, you know, except for pain and things like that. They're going to know what your conditions are. If you've got a physical disability and they've got testing, they can tell you about how severe it is. Because they know, they do know. If you've got a heart problems, they can go right there and take a look at it.
1: Yeah, you may not like what they write up on you, but you can always protest that. Don't forget. Yeah, you that. can
0: always, you can always yeah. challenge
1: uh if you go to c m p examination and you don't like the results of that examination. bring a complaint up immediately
2: mm-hmm.
1: immediately rebut that uh uh c m p examination, and put down in writing everything that was wrong with it, and submit it uh you can go to the director of the VA uh, facilities, one one person you can go to, the head honcho, and say, look, uh, your man wrote this, and, and uh, here are the facts. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you can get that changed, If you can get it changed before it gets in the system back in the you can
0: still have a change. You never get to the system, drill. You just have to well, buy it hard enough. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean. uh, <clears throat> if you get the administrator of the facility to uh, make the guy re, re, rewrite it, uh, the examiner to rewrite the thing, make it right, mm-hmm. uh, you're better off. But,
0: one thing uh, I want I, to do, I want, I want to reiterate now, I know a guy and uh, you know him too, Gerald. That uh, got a court court ordered remand, and he's had this remand going on for a long time. And the remand was to find that uh, was, was to do a CMP exam, and I guess it's something to do with chemical exposure. And. <laughs> They didn't follow through the remand because they kept sending the the guy back to a nurse practitioner to do the exam. Well, first of all, if you've got a specialized medical condition, you need to get to the specialized medical professional that can offer an opinion as to, you know, A, B, C equals D. But, you you know, you, you can't go to a general or to a nurse and get an opinion on that. You know, you can, but you're going to get the same crazy opinion. Well, this veteran did this and this and this for so many years. Here's my opinion. You know, so that's a different issue, too. You need to make sure that if you have an exam, make sure it's done by a qualified person. Uh, That's that's where the IMO comes into play.
1: That's uh, exactly right, John. And an IMO, folks... Uh, don't downplay the importance of an IMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, get one from your local doctor or go to a, a, a doctor. Uh, uh, tell them what you're needing uh, and see if... Uh, I know they're on Haddock we have several examples of, of IMOs uh, uh, written up and, and what... You know the information you need to put in an IMO, That's right. and uh, the the doctor's qualifications his his expertise certainly comes into play. You don't go to a foot doctor if you got PTSD, unless you kick or if
0: it, Yeah, if you got a if you don't got, you got go. an ENT issue, he knows. If you got an ENT issue, they knows you don't need to go see a proctologist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, go to one that specializes in, in your ailment. You might have back trouble, or maybe uh, skeleton bone tr- uh, problems, or you know, well, the list is endless. But uh, go to one that specializes in in your issues, and and okay. see if you can't get get something wrote up that you can submit that's in your paper.
0: Another point I wanna another point I want to touch on too, Gerald. If you're drawing if you're if you're <clears throat> drawing a pretty good percentage from the VA and you, <clears throat> you understand that your condition versus the regulations versus what you have and your condition gets worse, by all means file for an increase. It doesn't matter if you're hundred percent or not. Because once you get into the higher conditions you can start getting special monthly compensation. For certain issues, like uh, you can get the SMCS, which is uh, uh, called the housebound. There's two types of housebound. Housebound is you actually being 100%, and you actually having to stay in the house and cannot get out because of your situation. That's housebound. Uh, If you have a 100% service-connected rating or you are IU for one condition, and you have a separate rating equals sixty percent. It doesn't have to be one condition, it can be combined. Then you get statutory SMCS. Statutory housebound, which means you, you, you also hold the criteria to get SMCS because of that condition. Okay, now we can do a show on SMCs and kind of explain because there's so many different levels involved. You know, there's so much different loss of use, there's so much, you know, there's there's a lot of differences involved, and the best explanation for that was given by, Haddock Member Asnod, and he uh, he's really good at that stuff. He can kind of break it down pretty easy. So, you know, do, go ahead, and if you if you if you know the regs and you know, and you know the rating scale, and you know that you meet a certain condition, file for the increase. Now, with that being said, do not ever become or get greedy. Okay, greed put a lot of folks in jail. If you realize something, you say, I'm just going to file a claim and I want to increase this, you know. Well, anytime you give the VA an opportunity to open up your file, claims file, and look at it, they always have the reverse opportunity to instead of award you something, is to take something away or reduce it. If you're not in a protective status, be careful.
1: That's and so we true and And you know we've had that happen too John uh people's had their their uh, uh compensation reduced uh yes, you know, and they've had to fight like the Dickens to get it brought back uh,
0: right and
1: and some of them don't.
0: Now, we'll get on the protections a little bit, okay? Now, some people go around saying there's a five year protection. Okay, there might be a five year protection, but that protection is not very strong. There's a ten year protection where they can't reduce you based on one exam. Okay? But the overall protection is a 20 year rule. Okay, 20 year rule, they cannot reduce your or or cut your or sever your benefits. Without evidence of Q, if there's no Q or clear, and unmistakable error, then they can't reduce you. Twenty years, you're pretty much protected. Okay, so that's the way the law is written. Uh, compensation, you know, if it's protected, you know, that's a good thing. That that, that makes you gives a little peace of mind because any time you're dealing with this building system, it don't matter if it's the VA if it's ERISA or if it's Social Security, there's always the air of somebody trying to take it away from you. Social Security will send you a letter every few years saying, it's time to reevaluate you. Okay. Um, Has your arm grown back since you lost it? You know what I'm saying, Gerald?
1: Yeah, I do.
0: Right. So, I've had two of them. And the last time I sent them in, they want to know where i have been. I've had a bunch of surgery and stuff, and I sent all the information in, and I sent them a 100% award letter from the VA. That's the best thing you ever could have done, because right now they have an initiative with Social Security in the VA for wounded warriors or for veterans to kind of help veterans, so they'll leave you alone. That's my biggest issue. I want them to leave me alone. I want to live my life the best way that I can live my life, up to my ability to live my life. Even though my disabilities prevent me from living a full life, I want to live the rest of my life the best way that I can, you know, and once you accept the fact that you're disabled, you'll understand that, okay, but don't get greedy folks i mean if you know if you know for a fact and you know the regulations, you know your condition, how it compares those regulations, and you know you deserve an increase by all means, file a claim. If you know you've got limited range of motion, you've got a cervical spine or a or back issue, and you've got some new radiculopathy or some new nerves, new pain, things like that, or if you've got diabetes and you, and you know you're starting to get neuropathy and things like that, by all means, file the claim. You know, But if you're just out here following a claim to file a claim, you better have your ducks in a row, you know, Education is the most important thing in the world. Knowing those regulations, if you can't understand it, study it, and find somebody that does and like, explain it to you. That's the biggest thing. That Part Four speaks volumes. And if the VA rates your claim, and you look at it, and how they rate your claim, and you look at the Part Four, and it's not rated, it's not rated correctly. The Part Four is not a guideline, folks. It's law. Okay. If they do something against that Part Four and they don't rate you correctly, that is clear and unmistakable error because they, you can show them the Part Four. That's the part of the law that they didn't do. Now, how they got to that rating may not be a cue. However, they have to follow that rule. Well, this part, you know, they cannot. They can interpret as much as they want to. You know, but remember, this is this is Veterans Law. Okay, Uh, raters are not doctors. Of course, some of them think they are and try to rate accordingly. They're not attorneys either, and don't forget that. They don't have a right to practice medicine, and they don't have the right to practice law. We don't have the right to practice medicine, and we don't have the right to practice law. Okay, we're just lay statement. They're the same way. They're in the same boat you're in. Their job is to follow the M21R, And take your disabilities according to you know. Once they get everything situated, you know, establish your service, establish your service, uh, check your disability, find an incident or cause of your condition, and see if your condition is related to service. That's the biggest backdrop is the VA saying that your condition is not related to service. The proof becomes on the veteran to do that. So you have to show them. You know, and the best way to show them is with medical opinions or whatever or actual events in the military. Uh a lot of folks out here, especially you whole techs were in the Navy in the seventies and eighties. You worked if you're a whole technician, you've got a, about a thirty percent chance of being an insulator. Insulators folks were laggers and what do laggers do, Gerald?
1: Well, they usually uh deal with uh asbestos.
0: That's right. And if you file a claim because you've got some asbestos issues, you know, and you want to be checked, you know, the VA's going to say, well, even though your rating's high, you know, we can't prove you were exposed to asbestos. All right, you need to get your service record and get your service your personnel record because your enlisted performance evaluations are in there. Guess what's on the back of that? Petty Officer so-and-so worked so many umpteen hundred or so many asbestos removals during this period. What's that mean, Gerald?
1: That means That's a gun. the rest of <laughs> That means you
0: That's right.
1: possibly have uh, asbestos. And, uh, mm. uh, if you have it, don't hesitate. Follow the claim. At folks, it. at
0: one time in 1985, I was the only, well, I was one of the only Navy certified asbestos workers and radiation workers in the same location, San Diego. And believe me, I know it, because we worked on submarines, and uh, we had an a idiot that flooded the lower level of a reactor in the submarine. You talk about a mess. <laughs> Uh, uh. <clears throat> it was a mess so don't get greedy that's the biggest issue you know Know your disability how they, how, how they relate to the title 38 part 4 part 3 is the adjudication manual it tells you how they adjudicate but part 4 is the actual schedule for rating disabilities you know they, they both work hand in hand but the part 3 tells you you have to arrive to part 4 you know, M twenty one is just a working copy of those issues. It's kind of like uh, quality assurance level A and B, level one and two. The level one is always the boss, and that's the title thirty CFR. The level two is the M twenty one. That's a working copy. Of course, I don't want to give no quality assurance training. I might have to go get go back to work, Gerald.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did
0: not want that. No, just kidding. Now. What's some other things you can do to get your check took, Gerald?
1: Well you can uh get caught line, uh see get your check took? hmm My lands oh you can if you have IU you can not be timely and and your uh yearly um uh, Question Have you worked for them? To. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you worked for
2: them? Have I don't you
1: worked?
0: I've known some veterans that forgot that. And guess what?
1: Uh, they lost their check. There are you. Yeah, I know.
0: I know some veterans that submitted it still lost their check because they said they didn't receive it.
1: Yeah. Uh, when you send that back, send it return receipt.
0: That's right.
1: Send it, return receipt. Do
0: not patch right. it. Do not email it. Uh, do not send that's it right. regular mail. Send it,
1: return receipt. I got one better.
0: Send it registered. Send it
1: registered. Yeah. Return not Certified
0: receipt. return receipt. Send it registered mail. Yeah. Uh, that's if, true. The gonna
1: come
2: at, if the bank's
0: going to come out, if the bank's going to repo your car, They're gonna send you a certified, a registered letter. It's gonna be registered. You're gonna have to sign for it and triplicate. You know. Yeah. Yep. So, cost a little extra money to do that, but do what you got to do. So make sure that they get that, you know, and uh, it don't matter what correspondence they send you. It doesn't matter if it's anything like they sent me a letter here a while back, a dependent update, and things like that. When everything changed. No changes, so I sent it back to them. Yeah. Send it back, certified return receipt. If they tell you they didn't receive it, you call them, tell them, well, here's the green card and here's who signed for it. But I'll be glad to send it to you again. I always keep copies of everything, send no originals back to them at all. And keep your copies in a safe place.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Um, and remember, they do not become outdated. You keep them mm-hmm. for the next 20 years.
0: What I recommend is uh, if, you, uh, if you're if you a veteran and you get a pretty good little retro check, you've got this paperwork you filed your claim with. You know, you can set it up in your house somewhere, but, you know, things happen. You know, fires happen, things like that. Once you lose it, you're done because your copy's gone. I'd go out here to Costco or to uh, a sporting goods store and buy me a fireproof gun safe. And then I'd buy me another safe. I'd buy it big enough. I'd buy me a, a fireproof box, put it in that fireproof box, then put it in the gun, fireproof safe. It's double-insulated. It has That's to be double-insulated. You yeah. have to protect that paperwork, people. That paperwork yeah, it's is your last have a safety
1: deposit box. Uh,
0: yeah, well, uh, banks catch on fire too, Gerald.
1: Yeah, banks <laughs> do
0: catch on fire. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the archives caught on fire back in the 70s. <clears throat> we still yeah. will not cause that fire.
1: <laughs> yeah, and everybody you talk to, their <laughs> records got, they've been told their records burn <clears throat> up. I, I've been told that a dozen times.
0: Yeah, and, man, uh, I know some folks have been told that too. You know, well your records yeah. turned up in the fire. They did, okay. Well, but I um, wonder how they show up a couple years later at the regional office, ain't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, guess
0: what, folks? There's another issue. If the VA says they can't find your records and you file a claim, and they deny that claim based on inability to find the records, they can do that. That's their right to do it. If those records show up and they support your claim, guess what be a automatic three point one five six well, it's not a queue unless they do not do not uh use three point one five six on the effective dates missing service department records. That's any record in possession of the government, so that is a biggie folks that's one of the biggest uh, biggest points you can use even if they do get the records and they deny it say well it doesn't it doesn't doesn't bode or it doesn't have any effect on it and they actually rate your claim on those records that's still a cue even if you've got more than one denial so that's what has to you know you need to heed that and take advantage of that issue because that is there for your protection. It is. For
1: yeah, your it protection. is. Yeah, the thirty-eight CFRs, folks. Study them. If you have a claim Ooh. in the process, study the thirty-eight CFRs. If you're, uh, what, I always recommend is as soon as possible secure attorney. Uh, don't course. don't let them, don't let the BA lead you down the road by your nose, and you thinking every other day that uh, your check's are coming, because uh, usually it don't happen that way. Uh, secure no, attorney, doesn't. protect your assets, and uh, uh, let someone that's uh, uh, schooled in, in these matters and, and a specialist. And remember, you're just lay people like the rest of us. Uh, even I have an attorney on my my claim. I, uh, uh, you have to have an attorney.
2: Uh, right. Uh,
1: you get that first denial as soon as you can get an attorney to take it. I would be talking to an attorney as soon as I have my first denial. That's what I recommend.
2: Yep.
0: Now, Gerald, just take, for example, where do you think the VA gets their employees for the regional office?
1: Well, I would suspect most of them come from the insurance companies who are well-schooled in how to jack poor people around. Uh, The rest of them come out of the gutter. Uh,
2: (laughs)
0: No, they try to get them out of college and train them. That that before but it goes anyway, underground, or
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Oh, there are some good people there. I, I admit that. <clears throat>
0: Most
1: you could do some. Most of them's in the graveyard,
0: I think. But, uh, Folks, you can use a computer if you've got any computer literacy at all. Do some playing around. Uh, go on to OPM or to the dot com website and look at a couple of Raider jobs that's open. And look at the requirements for the job. They've got KSA, which is Knowledge, Skills, and Abilities, and see what it says. And most all of them say creative writing is an attribute. And creative writing, we all know, is creative writing. You know, you can be creative in your writing and you can do things, right?
1: Yeah. Manipulate them words.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, wordsmiths, there's
1: something they call, called, ain't it?
0: And word, yeah, they're wordy, wordy, we call it. But remember something, though, drill. The biggest thing is make sure you send your IU, IU letter back in. Keep everything straight. Um, if you have IU and you've got another service connected condition or a secondary that comes up, you know, later on, uh, it's better, probably in your best interest to go ahead and file the claim. Uh, if you can drop that IU designator and get uh, a scheduler rating, you're a lot better off. Especially permanent total status. And you get that award letter and you get permanent total and you say no future exam schedule, well, that's good. You know, it gives you a little bit of peace of mind, but keep in mind that the VA can re examine you at their will at any time they want to.
1: Yes they can.
2: And uh, so and, you know uh, that's- uh,
1: and they will. So remember uh, when you go into the B uh, A Medical Center, be nice. You don't because some of those people are are jerks. Uh, I, uh, of course, I've met a lot of nice ones, and mm-hmm. and I haven't had any trouble out of them. I think maybe once. Maybe twice, but uh, as a rule, on on the average, uh, they've been super great people working with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember one thing: they have not that much to do with your claim. It, it don't do any good to go in belly aching about your claim. They're interested in your health at that particular time. And what they can mm-hmm. do to help you with your health issues. And there ain't no need we'll of bringing up your claim to them, because uh, they're not in a position to do anything. Uh, if they're interested, they'll ask you.
2: Mm-hmm. If,
1: if not, they
2: won't.
0: Yeah, won. if you've got an issue with the regional office, that's between you and the regional office, the VHA, the hospitals have no anything to do with that.
1: That's right. Bad so
0: many disease.
1: veterans, they make that mistake and go in a belly aching to their nurses and their their primary care team positions, just belly ache, belly ache, belly ache, and it's it's all for naught. Don't waste your breath. Yeah. Now, Don't if you arm place. or your stomachs are hurting or you know. Uh whatever, if you got a medical issue, they're interested in that, mm-hmm. because they have no control over what that crazy regional office does with your client right
0: that's a fact
1: and and try to remember that and and that'll help you with your uh uh interaction with the b a medical side of it. Don't get the two mixed up. Keep them separate.
2: That's right. Don't get them mixed dip- up.
1: It, it, it's difficult. I mean, when you go in there, it's a VA, you want to so say, why yeah. the hell ain't they got my claim done yet, and I'm still waiting. It's been blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: see, a lot of us uh, don't understand this. A lot of us don't understand, Gerald, there's two. You got a VHA and the VBA, and the VBA is doing your claim, and they're in a different office. They're probably in a regional office. Yes. You know, any animosity yes. you have toward them, don't take it out on the guys at the hospital because that's, you know. Yeah. That's, that's
2: like,
0: you know, that's like uh that's like going to Chicago and getting on the White Sox for the Cubs losing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, that's bad thing, huh?
0: yeah. And So. <laughs> but the nicer you can be to the guys at the, if you're if you're good, if you're nice and treat the people at the hospital with dignity and respect, they're gonna treat you the same way. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Unless you
0: get Nurse Hill then you've had to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Try try to remember that. Uh, yeah. it, that's important, folks. That's yeah. important, especially on your health care. Uh, now. Because you want to keep your health as long as you possibly can. I mean, the days are coming when you're gone. If you
0: really want to bury yourself in DA turmoil, you know, and your communication corresponds to the regional office, you also need to be respectful and, and accorded with them, too. Uh, I know a couple of folks. I'm going to read one folks, one person that I really want to touch base on. I'm not going to say any names. But do not ever, under any circumstances, write the regional office letter and tell them how stupid they are. Because that is the equivalent of uh, that's the equivalent of, of hanging yourself. Well,
1: because, it's, it's it's not good, folks.
0: Don't yeah. do that. These folks can be retaliatory. If you don't believe me, just ask Airman Keith Roberts how retaliatory the VA can be at the regional office. Yeah, they can be. If you bad. raise enough cane with them, they're gonna They're gonna turn the tables on you. He spent some time in jail over something that was. Totally not appropriate for him to, you know. He, he, he wasn't even his fault, but he got he got shafted, and railroaded, and, and 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 just kicked down the road. And uh, hopefully, he gets his stuff lined out pretty soon because he should have never had to go through that.
1: No, he shouldn't have. And yeah. uh, that that is a good example, though, John. Uh, hmm Uh, you know, and, and folks. The VA care less about your aunt. <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: they want facts. They want documentation. Documentation. Don't ever forget that. You gotta have documentation. And uh it don't matter what who said what, it's what's That's right. Writing. You gotta That's right. have a documentation. Uh You can call up and say, "Well, so and so said this, and so and so said that," or you can write them a letter. So and so did this, so and so you did this for so and so. That don't matter. You got to remember they, which I don't like, but they treat each individual claim independent. Which I feel that they should be put in the groups right Um, maybe I'm wrong in that thought I mean uh, like uh, well let's use burn pits for an example the veterans Mm -hmm. all all the veterans that were there at the burn pits should have uh, and most of them do have the same ailments they should be Uh treated as a unit
0: I know a couple this of them actually do.
1: Yeah, uh, this do. this group of veterans, uh, we're going to make presumptives for this, this, and this, and mm-hmm. and I feel that's the way it it should. I think instead of all independently.
0: I think uh, they also ought to have a uh, they need to have a list for asbestos workers too, or for folks that, you know handle asbestos. best agree. to too. I
1: agree. You know, like your, there should your be. atomic veterans, you
0: know. Your atomic uh, veterans, uh, Project Shad 112 veterans. Those veterans yes. need to be uh, compensated. There's a list out there, but that list is nothing but a backlog piece of paper, and you look and see yeah. what they're getting compensated <clears throat> for, and you don't see much. Of course, well, now, how, uh, many, how, how many are left, Gerald? I don't know, John. How, I can't
1: how many are left? That That's, information, they, they ain't going to turn loose.
0: Was that over five thousand you know, to start with, not,
1: right? I think there was probably five, six thousand. Uh, yeah. That the that the DOD admitted to. I think yeah. probably this is not counting support personnel. Uh, which you know, there's always support personnel, no matter what goes right. on anywhere. Uh, so. Um, but anyway, they're claiming five or six thousand people. Out of that that's number, good. I don't know how many's left. I, I do not. Know very many. Several. Not very many. I, I, yeah. I've had several close friends uh, that's passed on, and uh, it, it's uh, it's not good. Well,
0: we've got to. Uh, Get ready to wind her down. We got less than a minute left, so I wanna go ahead and where it takes out. Uh it's been a pretty oh, good show, Joe. Wanna thank you wanna thank you for co hosting this. Uh, I do wanna tell everybody, you know, on closing up folks, uh you know make sure that you use common sense in anything you do doing with the VA. You know, and make sure that you can understand what you know, what you, what, what, what your disabilities are, and know what your increase can be. Make sure that you send your paperwork back when they request something. Make sure you send it back certified return receipt or registered mail. Keep a copy. Send them, a co- you know, keep the original. Send them a copy. Always make sure you put your claim number on the top right-hand corner. With that, guys, this is Basser. We're signing off for another episode of Basser Hour. Stay tuned tomorrow as we'll have the regular Hadit.com radio show. For that, we'll be signing off for now. You have been listening to the Basser Hour. The Basser Hour is brought to you by Hadit.com. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com.